Hey, it's Free Talk Live. We invite you to join us here. If you want to take control of the airwaves, you can do that. Our number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Vin. Derek J. Hey, wow, we got uh, the two of you together, I think, for the first time on Free Talk Live. I think that's yeah. right. What so. an unexpected surprise. This is so nice. It's great. No, I'm glad. I'm glad that I could be here today. Oh, packed house. It's yeah, going to be fun. We <laughs> yes. do have a studio audience here uh, tonight. Dave from Montana showed up at the doorstep this morning, woke me up, and it was a very pleasant wake up because I've never gotten to meet Dave uh, from Montana before. Longtime listeners will know him. Uh, maybe we'll get him in here for like five minutes or something like that a little bit later on the show if one of you guys wants to step away. That would be cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll be yeah. that'll be fun. But for now, he's just watching. So our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Um, of course, I've seen the two of you on before together. Vin, you had yes. Derek J on your 15-hour-long epic broadcast from the Liberty Forum this That's year. Right. That's right. Yeah, yes. that was a cool episode. And yeah. I thought it was such a great interview. I cut out the video from the long, you know, seven-hour chunk that it was a part of. I said, this needs to be its own interview and put it up. So it's there on the Victimless Crime Spree website and everything. It's always easy uh, to speak with someone who's as gregarious as Derek is because you don't have to do much. You know what I mean? You just sort of like... Start of going, and He's then it's perfect, and then it's sure. perfect. Thanks. Well, at Liberty Forum, it's especially fun to just pull, hey, you come over here. Right. You, you have five minutes? You're, you're interesting, because there's uh, interesting people just walking all around. You couldn't even interview them all, even exactly. in 15 hours. No, you couldn't. So, um, there's some crazy news coming out of New Zealand, and of course, our listeners who've been tuned in over the weekend, uh, we talked about the sh- horrific shootings that happened down there in detail. We talked about it on uh, Friday night, uh, initially after you know it had just happened, and then further, even more Saturday. Um, I mean, I don't want to belabor that point, but in case you didn't hear, there are at least 50 people who have died as a result of a psychopath um, callously just going and taking dozens of lives uh, with multiple guns in what was mostly a mosque, but also outside of a, I think, two mosques yep. in New Zealand. Christchurch, I believe. Christchurch, New, New Zealand, yeah. The, so that's the name of the town? I was pretty confused yeah. about this. It's like, like the second like, biggest city, I think, or I it might like, be the biggest city in New Zealand. I was like, how is a mosque called Christchurch? That doesn't make any sense. But that's not the name of the mosque. No, it's that's the, the name of the yeah. town. Yeah. What yeah. a weird name for a town. Is it not the capital, Christchurch? No, no. Wellington is Wellington. the capital. But okay. I think it might be the biggest city or the second biggest city. It's 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 large for New Zealand. Yeah. So it was horrifying. There was a video that the shooter produced because he put a camp like a helmet cam, like a GoPro, uh, mounted to whatever it was that he was wearing. And that's an odd choice. Has this is this been done before in a mass shooting? Is this Wait, the, first the odd one choice of seen? actually doing video recording? Yeah, of, who I does this? So. I don't think so. I don't and recall it, it. It was weird because he live streamed it. I've been trying to sort of get my head around how he exactly did this. the The footage that's out there, I've seen it, and I know we're going to talk about how in some places that might actually be a, a crime. crime for me to have just that I just admitted a crime of the fact that I've actually you know watched this thing a f- couple of times. It's a historical event, man. I mean, it's... You but know, you're not a dealer. You just use the stuff. Right, exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> and um, 
it's very low resolution, which I found to be weird. Yeah. Um, well, I was grateful actually that it was low resolution because watching something that horrifying in HD makes it that much worse. It's hard to live stream anything in high res. That's a good point. Generally, yes. That so so that's pretty true. You got to assume he was using his phones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but then I wondered. Was it his phone that he had on his head? Like, did he start live streaming? No, it was a GoPro, apparently. So how was he getting the video to To stream out his phone? I don't know. There must be Technically, how did it work? I've been trying to figure that out for a minute. Yeah. I don't understand how he was doing that. His video setup, very impressive. Maybe you can... This is something that should be emulated. All the rest of it, not. But the video setup, very, very good. When you say it should be emulated as far as... Here's how you should do live streaming of yeah, something live safe streaming. and fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> live streaming of 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 things is difficult to do. Like, yes. however he yes. achieved that technically was apparently very well done. I I'm just gonna I guess need to, uh, we need to learn his setup. I'm just gonna guess that you know, given Bluetooth and you know that yeah, kind of technology, sure. that maybe newer GoPros have the ability to they cast cast to your phone and thereby get picked up to Facebook yeah. or maybe. I don't know. It's a good question. I think I one of the weirdest curious. and most surreal aspects of it was how much it resembled a first-person shooter. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's even the fact of him like throwing guns down and then picking up magazines and putting them in and then throwing other guns down and opening doors. And the way he did it was very first-person shooter-esque. And I think that was done on purpose. On purpose. From after reading the manifesto, I, there was... It's a very weird, this was a very, very weird uh, thing that happened. Did you read the whole manifesto? No. God, I, no. It's 70-some pages. Yeah. 74, supposedly. I, I got through about half of it. Really? And it was, started skimming, but it was like, uh, it, it was odd how yeah. in-depth it was. And my question wasn't answered. He had a ton of Q&A questions uh-huh. that he well, goes through. What was you your know, question? Like, oh, what, what, sort of, uh, what was your reason for doing this and who influenced you and all of this but my question was, if the whole manifesto is about uh, replacement and his fear of being replaced, his uh, feelings of that he's losing his culture and white heritage and that there won't be a future for white children, is his, that's his angle. And he asks a bunch of Q&A about why he did, did this, but he doesn't answer, why don't I have kids? Like, why am I not trying to be the solution that I want to see? If you're worried about... There not being huh. enough kids in the future. Why do you not try to be attractive to a woman and and be a man and have a partner and raise that's a child, a, like raise a family? That's a good point. It seems strange that someone who was worried about being replaced would do something that was. It was only going to have two outcomes: either he was going to die, or he was going to be put in prison for the rest of his life. Yeah. Either one of those, he is not having children. Right. So. That's a very weird for someone who's concerned about there will be no world for white children to take an act that will guarantee that, as you say, he's not part of the solution is a very weird, self-defeating sort of thing to do. Yeah. Shouldn't he be, you know, promoting uh, sex without um, protection and people having (laughs) lots of kids, Uh, but only for white people, you know, of course, if that's his thing. But. He doesn't talk at all about um, procreation and, and uh-huh. that being the answer in his manifesto. He just, you know, he says it's important, but for other people. Like, why doesn't he do it? If he's so great and well, he's got the right ideas. to be a murderer, apparently. Yeah. Right. A psychopath with no empathy whatsoever for other human beings. I mean, the video was just absolutely horrifying. 
especially you know not just not just the initial shootings of the people in the mosque, but then further coming back in, coming and, back in. and shooting the bodies, mm-hmm. shooting people on the ground purportedly to try to discern whether or not they were playing dead perhaps um and then coming in at even closer range and putting bullets into their heads and and chests and it's it's something i would not have wanted to see in hd at all now of course this did not justify this action is horrible everyone agrees it's not good um did you hear milo yiannopoulos explain you know he did a little bit of digging of course he's like banned from the internet so it's tough to find any of this stuff yeah but he alleged that two uh, Al-Qaeda uh, people came from this mosque, that it was mm. not just like a randomly chosen, like, oh my gosh, these poor people, uh, they just got the wrong place, wrong time. He was saying that this mosque in particular bred terrorists, like actual participated in, mm. and he names them. Um, Daryl Jones was the, the first one uh, killed by a drone um, and Christopher Havard. Um, or the two that he alleges came from this mosque. Well, I mean, there could be hundreds of people acts. that have gone through that mosque at any. I don't know. It's a pretty. Time. It looked like a pretty small mosque to me. Like it was. It's a. It's pretty small. It's, for it's there not a mega church. For there no. to be two guys that come out of it, who uh, you know. But even so, that still um, lumps in everybody else in the mosque sure. with the two sure. alleged, you know, members of Al Qaeda or whatever. So, I mean, there were probably ninety-nine percent of the people there were good people. And just because somebody becomes a psychopath within your church or your mosque isn't, you know, that doesn't mean anything about the rest of the people who are there. Of course not. It's just an interesting detail. Now, there's more coming up here in moments. You can join us. It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever is on your mind. We're going to get into some very disturbing stories coming out of New Zealand after... This horrifying attack. So we were just kind of spent the first segment, the three of us, talking about how how awful this was. And then it, it sounds like you watched the video uh, I as I did yep. as well. Um, you know, it's one of those things that you wish you you hadn't watched. Uh, but I kind of feel like I sort of have to to be able to talk in an informed way about at least as as informed as I can be, not having actually been there about what actually transpired. So Ian, Vin, and Derek in the studio here tonight. And coming up in three months from now, it's ForkFest 2019. The plans are already underway. Uh, Derek J., I happen to know that you and Stephen uh, from AnyPay are going to be doing basically dance parties almost every night. It yeah, seems we want like. a, a nightclub. That was one of the things that the ForkFest event was lacking. You know, Last year, like yeah. A, you know, a nightclub to hang out in. And we like nightclubs basically in every city that we live in. So if we're living in the woods for a week, we got to bring a nightclub. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. And, of course, Jay Noon, who's one of our Wednesday night co-hosts, has announced he's going to be hosting what's called Man Camp, uh, which will be training people to do manly things like, you know, sculpting metal and things like that i don't know it's fun yeah it's going to be interesting and uh, other folks uh, might be in the you know in the planning stages of working on like food vending uh, that they're going to be doing during fork fest so it's open uh to you it's decentralized huh. you decide what happens at fork fest there's no central committee there's no organizers now that's not to say that an organized conference isn't fun too and and the porcupine freedom festival of course follows fork fest uh, so Forkfest is the five days prior to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. 
which uh, Porcupine Freedom Festival is entering, I think, its 16th or 17th year, depending on how you count the years. And so ForkFest is coming into year number three. So it's a pretty new event. We don't know how many people are going to attend because we don't know how many people attended last year because there are no tickets. <laughs> so you just kind of got to get your campsite from Rogers Campground and then do whatever it is that you want there. So if there's something you want to see happen, then you need to make it happen. Otherwise, just come and hang out with other like-minded libertarians and voluntarists and liberty-loving anarchists from June 13th through the 18th at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Again, June 13th through the 18th. Mark your calendars, and you can go to forkfest.party, which is where you can link over to a Telegram chat room where there's at least 50 people that are in that room. Uh, they're talking about you know what's happening, and then there's also the Forkfest forum where you know you can post a thread about a thing that you want to see happen or that you're going to make happen, and then other people can weigh in and maybe volunteer to help you because again, it's all decentralized, so you got to figure it out. Forkfest.party. So here's the first disturbing headline out of New Zealand. This story from thehill.com, where a 22-year-old New Zealand man has reportedly been arrested for distributing video of an attack on Friday at two mosques in the country that left 50 people dead. ABC News reported Sunday that the man, who has not been identified by authorities, will be charged under the Films, Videos, and Publications Classification Act and is scheduled to appear in court this week. 28-year-old man has been charged in connection to the shootings at uh, the mosques in Christchurch. In addition to the 50 who died, dozens more were injured. So apparently it's illegal. Police said in a statement it is illegal to, quote, distribute or possess uh, possess an objectionable publication. Hmm. Yeah, the possession thing is where it starts to get a little bit crazy. Like this is where we start stepping into uh Orwellian dystopia. Uh, this is I I I tweeted this out with a tweet saying this is the place that you do not want your culture to go. This is where this where is where someone p- decides what's objectionable, you mean? Where possession of certain material that the state has deemed objectionable is punishable as a crime that they can throw you in prison for it. I right. mean, you're in then you're in Nazi Germany, you're in Soviet Russia, you're in Maoist China. Like this is the place you don't want to go and for it to be in New Zealand and for it to be for people to be like, "Yeah, okay. Yeah, New Zealanders to be like, I think these are the this is the move we should be making." Mm. For that that to actually be there is a very dangerous for me, this well, is like one why? of the most dangerous things that I've seen. Why, if that's their culture, if that's what they're into, why, why not leave them be? To, to you know, restrict freedom for people to watch videos. That's I, what they like. Well, I, <laughs> I will tell you why. Because the head of state of New Zealand is the Queen of England. Okay. So, you know, you say it's their culture, but what you're really talking about is New Zealand is part of the the British Commonwealth, and so th- there's this is a broader something happening in New Zealand, something happening in Canada, something happening in Australia. These things do not like the English world, the English speaking world, you know, the culture swirls in between. This is a place that you just you don't want this to be an acceptable thing if you care about freedom to do. If if you care about uh, the health of the next generation, 
and people not being shipped off to gulags, people not being lined up and shot in the head. And you think, you know what? You think that that what I'm saying, you think that, Vin, that's hyperbole. Yeah, well, the Nazis burned books. Vin, it can't happen here. Right, can't happen here. The Look, Germans said the same thing. Why do you think all those Jews stuck around to end up getting put into boxcars? They all believed it couldn't happen there. New Zealand's number one concern is making another Lord of the Rings movie. That's all they're worried about. This is going to hurt their this is going to hurt their movie industry because then now when people hear about New New Zealand, that's all they're going to think of. I'm not going to make a movie there. They shoot up the mosques. Yeah, oh no. That's that's what they're going to be slapped with for the next 10 years. That's all we're going to think of. Hmm. When I think about this irrelevant, you know, Pacific, but most people don't even know where New Zealand is. No clue. That's probably yeah, true. It's this secluded island of no importance and you know who cares that they're restricting their their people's freedom well, i mean i, I, I care be, generally I care. about <laughs> about the loss of freedom globally but there's little that i can do about it if right? that's like, the culture there then people who love freedom should leave should leave yeah. because this is what those people value that's if their only values it was so easy to just leave though i mean if only isn't it though i don't well, think why it not? is well generally you have to get some sort of permission slip from the government in order to be able to leave the prison colony that you are a part of, that you were born into. Mm. And if you can't afford that, now probably more people in New Zealand can afford it than, say, Kenya or you know right. some other place, yeah. Cameroon, some other place that people probably want to leave, um, where it won't take you years worth of working to just scrounge together enough money to buy a passport. Uh, presuming that such a thing is even available. And if you can't get a passport, then you're talking about smuggling yourself out of the country. I mean, it's something that's possible, but it's not necessarily easy. And the smuggling average yourself out, and then you're going to have to smuggle yourself in, in somewhere, somewhere else because you don't have a passport. Right. But there's there's freedom on the internet, you know? So even if you... Oh, you no, we'll get to that. Yeah, there's there's a story about that, too. <laughs> yeah, but what about... So these places... Uh, they, New Zealand police sent this one guy who runs uh, a website that hosted the video Kiwi and had a Farm PDF. Or yeah, exactly. I've got Kiwi that. Farms. I've got that uh, and back and forth. They, they said you you can't you know you got to take this down right. So well, I guess we'll get into that story. Yeah, he told him to go pound go. sand basically. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I have his statement here. I've got that too. Okay, Did they great. arrest him? No, he's it's not possible. From... He's he lives in <laughs> he's from Florida. Florida. Oh. <laughs> so he basically wrote back the cop and was like, "Yes, yeah, screw you. I'm not going to give you any information." Well, is it? But could it become an extraditable offense? That's the question. Well, that's an interesting question. There's more coming up here in moments. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. If you want to join us here on Free Talk Live, your comments are welcome on the uh, New Zealand or whatever's on your mind. It is Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com is delighted to announce their latest partnership with the gift card specialist at eGifter. With many of the world's leading brands on their roster, it is now easier than ever to get the gift cards of your favorite brands with Bitcoin Cash. To get started, just follow these simple steps. Visit giftcards.bitcoin.com, pick the gift card you want, follow the instructions on your screen, and make your payment using your Bitcoin Cash wallet. Sit tight and your gift card will be delivered to you as soon as it's ready. That's giftcards.bitcoin.com. It is Free Talk Live. Sorry about that. There goes the music. All right. We're here. We'll take your calls. Your thoughts are welcome. Our number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We've got also the Discord on-air call-in line rooms. And you don't have to talk about the New Zealand shooting, but that is definitely where I think all of us wanted to discuss here tonight was some of the insane news that is coming out of New Zealand. Uh, For people who care about freedom, 
It is under serious attack right now in New Zealand. We're going to get deeper into that coming up here uh, with you in the studio, by the way. It's Ian. And Vin. Derek J. Derek J's with us from AnyPay.Global and their brand new website, HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com, which, as we've been pointing out here, is a great URL that you can send folks over to, and it will walk them through the super easy, brief process of getting set up from point zero, from scratch. You've never done anything with cryptocurrency before. How do you accept it at your local business that you own? You're the owner, the manager, perhaps, yeah. of, uh, of a local establishment, and you want to take Bitcoin, you want to take Dash or some of the other cryptocurrencies out there. How do you do it? You guys walk, handhold everybody through it over at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. Really, it's a tool for the people who want to spend Bitcoin, because let's face it, they're the ones who are really driving adoption. So if you okay. are out there listening and you want to spend Bitcoin, you know where you spend money. Go talk to the business owners about this because they're not listening to this ad no, and hearing about, true. you know, right. so they're not going to go to do the work unless you ask them to. And then they'll be like, all right, how do I do it? Help me take Bitcoin.com. Exactly. Now, of course, it helps if you actually live in a place like New Hampshire where you've got other people who might be doing the same thing. Right. So if you can combine your efforts with other people who also want to spend Bitcoin, then that'll make a business owner perk up and be very interested. But regardless, uh, whatever your role is, you can go to AnyPay and they can help you uh, take Bitcoin. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. It's super easy to get signed up. Username, password, you're into the system. And then you just put your crypto wallet addresses in the back end, load the app on your device and it's now available for ios by the way so it took a while apple's got this long arduous approval process you guys got through it and so we uh, did the dance your app is now available. Yep. very nice all right help me take bitcoin.com as we continue let's go to uh ron calling us from new york on the discord call in lines go ahead ron hey how are you hey what's on your mind tonight so apparently uh sam cedar is seeking out the uh, the libertarian nomination for president in 2020. What a joke! Who's that? So Sam Cedar, he's a um, he is a progressive talk show host who's a big Bernie crat, and he actually reuploads some of his segments onto YouTube. And he typically has all these clickbait titles about libertarians, like "Oh, progressive Bernie crat owns." libertarian oh, I've, on air i've seen this guy he yeah. had a fight with daryl w perry once on i think daryl was on sam cedar's show if i recall correctly and they went you know it was like a throwdown uh wait like a fist fight not an actual fist <laughs> oh, fight, but okay. like I was about you know to say. over like they were not nice uh it was not a cordial conversation wow. at one point awesome and we actually had this guy on free talk live at one point too oh really how did that uh, yeah. go um, you know, he's not, a, he's not a friend of freedom. I so can why, tell you that. Why is he running for the libertarian? Good question, Ron. Yeah. Why do you know? Um, I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, I'll say this definitely sounds closer to a libertarian than Gary Johnson or Bill <laughs> Weld, but that's not saying much, but I guess he's also, he was also a character on Bob's burgers. What is that? Really? It's a cartoon. It's yeah. a so he was the voice. Character. He was the voice of a character, or he himself was a like the character was him, meaning he was as no, he himself. Voiced the character. I he see. Voiced the character. Hmm. I guess a recurring character, and I guess he also made guest appearances on Sex and the City. Yeah, I mean, he's not Do an you... unknown uh, quantity. He's somewhat known in the world of politics in Hollywood, I guess. I mean, I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what he's done, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm aware that. Oh, I know how I became aware of him. He was one of the. Um, 
Air America hosts back yes. in the day. Uh-huh. I remember, remember Air that? America, yep. Air America, for those listeners that don't know, it was this short-lived attempt. Al to, Franken. He was also, yeah. yeah. Um, there were several. Rachel you know, Maddow. Uh, yeah. Right. And all these shows are gone now. None of them exist anymore. It was an attempt at doing like a liberal talk network, basically, to provide talk radio content to lefty progressive uh, talk stations, of which there are very few remaining and on this show, we're actually one of the shows that's on the remaining progressive talk stations. All right. So, so the failure of Air America actually left an opening for uh, for Free Talk Live because there's <laughs> it's it's sad if you're a programmer for these stations because yeah. there's very little to choose from. There's literally less than a handful of programs that are branded as kind of progressive talk show programs to where if i'm looking at a website for one of these progressive talk stations almost all of them are running their shows twice a day meaning that they only have about 12 hours of fresh content every day and so they're tom hartman's running twice stephanie miller's running twice and so that's why there's room for free talk live because even though we're not progressive in the classic you know sense of the term we progressives will agree with us on a lot of things you know but not everything but certainly more they'll agree with us on more than they will with conservatives right for sure hey caller how relevant do you think a libertarian uh politician is how relevant (laughs) yeah um well i mean ron paul proved himself to be pretty relevant so i mean it depends i mean it depends on whether they're actually a libertarian or not and you know how how far they can you know stretch their message because one of the things Ron Paul did really well was Ron Paul was able to essentially expand his message to people that weren't necessarily libertarian mm-hmm. like like a lot of people that were hardcore liberal democrats were Ron Paul supporters uh mainly because they were like oh okay this is what a libertarian is you know they oh they have positions like not uh, being opposed to foreign intervention, which I agree with. Um, and a lot of people, right. you know, became libertarian because of them. I mean, I'm pretty ashamed to say this, but I was actually a neocon when I was in high school. And then I started listening to Ron Paul and Ron Paul was one of the people that brought me around to libertarianism. Right on. Mm, no, see, I think I think Ron did a bad thing. We need more Sam Cedar libertarians what? because that's the <laughs> worst. Trolling. That's the what? no, no, no. Jeez. I'm serious because it's the worst we could get. It's the worst option possible that would still actually run as a libertarian and try and do the job. And it just shows that politicians are the worst people and always breed, always bring the worst in in anyone. In yeah, any group, you're going to find the worst. Politicians are awful. Right. I mean, there's, so this is there's ex- sociopaths. This is the libertarian candidate we deserve. Well, yeah. I gotta disagree with you. I mean, I, I think that uh, there's no doubt that Ron Paul has done a good thing. Generally, but Ron, it, in his speech in Anarchopolka, was just saying, "Give up, don't do the politics thing. <laughs> Forget it. I gave it the best shot anyone could give it." Yeah, that's and real easy for him to say after pulling a paycheck for how many decades? For four decades. <laughs> yeah, he's he a real a... welfare queen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he made his money in politics. Well, he paid his rent. He was he... a successful doctor. Don't well, forget first. that. I, I think yeah. it was um, ads for gold. No, uh, so? Yeah. Didn't Ron, he do radio ads for gold? <laughs> thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate <laughs> hearing from you. Tonight. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. But I do like your question about the relevance of a libertarian <laughs> pop. They're not relevant. God. They're not. 
Um, as much as we would all love for them to have, you know, been relevant, even the principled ones weren't relevant. So, no. can you be uh, a principled libertarian politician? That seems like an oxymoron to me. I think you can. Yeah, I, I think we've had them here in New Hampshire. I feel like they're um, totally missing the game. The the politics game is a reality TV show. And now. you're supposed to be as entertaining yeah, more so and now than attention ever grabbing as you can be. And the libertarians are a snooze fest. I mean, yeah. come on and get entertaining, people. Like this Sam Cedar guy, at least he'll light a fire. You'll have some arguments. You'll have some people saying you're not a real libertarian. Mm-hmm. We'll get some uh, people talking about the, the principles. You know, that'll be fun. Maybe we'll even see a fist fight. Well, it <laughs> presumes that he'll get through the libertarian nomination get, process, and he'll be up against Furman Supreme. Get so Daryl W. Perry up on the on the candidates list. I don't think he's going to be the, going back. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> All right, pretty well, sure he's locked down and will not be able to uh, to run for. <laughs> I can't speak for down. him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. His fiance well. is not going to let him uh, participate in in that. Uh, I suspect. Uh, the toll-free number here is eight fifty five four fifty free. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. That said. Uh, there's no doubt that Ron Paul single-handedly brought countless people mm-hmm. who weren't freedom-friendly initially uh, through the ideas of freedom. But he ran as a Republican. Them. That's true. The second and third times. Yeah. The more effective times. Yeah, run on the better station. More coming up TV here. Show. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You may dial toll-free. The number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. The Films, Videos, and Publications Classification Act of 1993 apparently allows you to go to prison. Is that the one Uh, that says, like, when you put in a VHS, FBI warning... Well, they this, not, this is just New just Zealand. This, this is video? New Zealand specifically. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the New Zealand equivalent of the FBI is, but I suspect they have something like that. Um, I've pulled up the, the law here itself, but it's, as you might imagine, it, Huge. pretty exhaustive. Yeah. Uh, but according to the story that we just started over at thehill.com, and this is a short one, a uh, 22-year-old man has been arrested in New Zealand and Vin, you told me off the air that it's also happened to an 18-year-old. Yeah, there's an 18-year-old. I can only assume he was arrested on the day of, and they've announced that, like, yeah, we have this 18-year-old in custody. Also not uh, giving the name, which I find to be very mm. interesting that they're they're not giving the name of this individual as well. His was, I don't know, I don't know if it's the same crime, but it was like inciting, uh, inciting violent something but it sounded it was very much thought crime Hmm. like in the same way that this is so i assumed it must be for sharing the video because they were just droning on and on and on about if if you share this video if you even have possession of it it's a crime crime. yeah which is insane and that is basically saying that having evidence of a crime yes is is now a crime Hmm. so if you're the police that's fine. You can have the evidence of the crime. No problem. Yeah. It's okay if they have it. But if you have the evidence of the crime, well, now you are almost as bad as the original criminals, what they want, want you to believe. And that's a disturbing concept. Now, I don't know if New Zealand is one of those countries that proclaims a freedom of speech, but they sure as hell don't have it. If this is something that they do over there and how often they do it, I don't know. Man, this is like our first look into New Zealand news in 
God, I don't remember the last story we covered out of New Zealand. So yeah. maybe this kind of you know thing is more common than uh, you know than we would otherwise think. Maybe this isn't unusual for New Zealand to go around arresting people with evidence of a violent crime. I think uh, I don't know, man. I had a good friend of mine when I lived in L.A. who was a Kiwi, and it seems like they have a very or had a very like open kind of laissez-faire about you know uh, that that they were socially open that they that they had a, a great deal of like freedom of speech. He did. It's this is very weird, dude. I think this is something new. I think this is something new. Well, I don't this- know. I saw their um, prime minister woman. Yeah. She uh, wore a hijab and then was like crying at the the mosque and stuff. It was like you know. And I, I, yeah, I think that's what these Commonwealth prime ministers do now. They like to play dress up, like Trudeau in Canada. Like, there's this whole dress up thing. Mm-hmm. I think with the Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah. There's some creepy sounding stuff in here, Vin. I mean, this isn't new. This is 1993 when this particular law was uh, was passed, and they're talking about there are people apparently who are examiners of publications, including films. Uh, that you know they the labeling mandates, and then there's the classifications office that can make decisions about publications and uh, notices of decision applications for review. I mean, this is uh, part four, five, six. I mean, I can't even begin to scratch the surface of this exhaustive uh, ordinance that has to do with. Having some bureaucrats decide what is and what is not okay to possess and to distribute uh, in the country of New Zealand. Do you think this is because they're Muslim? Like, do you think the New Zealand government is especially afraid of Muslims? Because they mm. haven't pulled this law out for anyone else. This is like, hey, we, we don't want to have these Muslims in our country get upset because then they might do something bad. You know, so we want to put down. We want to really put down any sort of. Uh, yeah, the the government of New Zealand is overreacting to the degree where they're trying to say like, "Hey, hey, hey, don't put this video out." You know, it's going to make the Muslims upset. Let me wear this hijab and go cry in front mm-hmm. of everyone and say like, "Oh, we're with you." You know, to try and like make the Muslims not get angry. Well, I'm sure that they have to have a a sizable Muslim population being as close as they are to like Indonesia, Malaysia. I'm sure that they have a lot. I would, I would guess that that's probably where most of their Muslim immigration comes from. It's probably because it's very close by. I mean, Indonesia is a huge country. I think it's the third or fourth most populous country in the world. Yeah. And it's all Muslim. Right. And I mean, it's, it's a, a, I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's probably a lot longer than I think it is, but it's, you know, in terms of countries, New Zealand isn't close to many countries. It's it's close. It's the closest major country besides Australia. So, yeah, but to my point, do you think that the government is afraid of think, what the Muslims yeah. will do, and so they're a little bit overreacting here? Like, because it's not just their nature. It's not their. It's not part of their English culture heritage mm-hmm. to be like, oh, you know, we always squash free speech. I mean, it's, it's modern day England now, but right. that's not part of the English tradition. Is they you know fought for free speech and openness and. Um, free of exchange of ideas and not imprisoning people for possessing a video of, of reality. You know, that's, that's not part of their culture. And so this is stands out as different to me. And I'm wondering if it's the, they're afraid of what Muslims will do in their country. I think, 
I think it's just you know status going to state. Yeah, they've mm, got this. It. They've got this excuse. Well, they got to do something, right? right? So this is how this, the government always works: is in response. They can't ever stop a thing in advance, particularly effectively. I mean, look at the TSA; they suck at uh, you know by their own testing, detect, detecting bomb making materials and things like that. Uh, it's all security theater. But then when something happens, then all of a sudden these politicians they get to take to the the podiums, they get to mm-hmm. weep, and they get to p- talk about how important it is for them to crack down on uh, semi-automatic rifles, and right. they're going to take the steps necessary to make sure this doesn't happen again. Well, that's what the shooter said in his manifesto. He he like laid out exactly what was going to happen afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, and he said that he he used the gun. Um, to start a discussion, but he could have done this any number of ways. You know, he could have used trucks the the way that uh, mm-hmm. some of the Muslims in the other like European countries ran over a little girl. Um, he could have used any method of explosives of other kinds. And he's of things. acknowledging that he could have done these things. Or yeah. are you saying he that? said he's it saying in that. the manifesto? Okay. And he's like, "This is why I did it this way is because they're going to overreact and they're going to go grab the guns, and then that's, that's going right. to inspire people who don't want them to grab the guns to, to rise up back. and say no." And he wanted a civil war to come out of it. From it what sounds I like he wants culture wa- war. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like he wanted the the sleeping giants uh, around us to to be like look you got to stand up and do something that's this is his vision of the world that he writes about in his manifesto and then of course they they say like oh we can't have the manifesto and facebook is pulling it down and and blocking people banning them you know if they post it so it's like I mean, are we supposed to see this stuff and analyze what's going on in the world, or is Facebook going to be our mommy and daddy that lets us know what... The latter. Yeah. Get on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. It sucks. So I'm looking at one, just clicking in on one part of this law, this 1993 Act, Section 107, Inspector May Seize Publications. And then there's several parts to this, basically saying that if the inspector believes that no label has issued under this act in respect of a film in in question, so I guess there's certain labeling, you know, approvals and mm-hmm. kind of like the you know the Motion Picture Association the has rating. their ratings. Yeah. This is a government mandated uh, rating system that if it's not you know properly labeled or whatever, the inspector may seize the film and any cassette case or other container in <laughs> in or on which that film is kept or offered for public supply. Cassette case. Further, they can inspect uh, and seize any publication uh, that is not. That is considered restricted. Now, what you know? What does that mean? I haven't yet found those restrict. Right. You know, there's a, there's going to be some sort of you know laundry list of things that are restricted. Uh, but further, anybody who's publicly displaying even a poster advertising Whoa. this film, so a poster advertising the film or any advertising poster, <laughs> this is nuts. Related to one of these unapproved things. The inspector may seize the poster and deliver it to the secretary. I, I couldn't write a more <laughs> wow. ridiculous law for a movie. Like, I don't think anyone would believe that in a fiction. Wait, so, so one poster, the inspector's going to seize the poster and, del- and then, that seems like a waste. Deliver it to the secretary. Oh. Well, whoever that is, secretary of wh- whoever, probably to do an investigation and find out, you know, who owns the poster. The poster. Right, yeah. So then they can go and arrest that person and teach everyone a lesson about how you don't put media out without government approval in New Zealand. So, I mean, this is old stuff. The question is, how often is this enforced? I would say next to never. Probably. But you don't know. I don't. You, you want to believe that it's next to never because, I mean, if, if you look at the, uh, the world rankings of most free countries, New Zealand's usually higher than the United States oh, yeah. on those rankings, yeah. like significantly so. Yeah. But there's some real problems over there. 
And one of the things with New Zealand is, as I understand, after I researched, you know, what countries could I move to years ago? And one of the downsides or upsides of New Zealand is they don't have a constitution. So whoever it is gets in charge of New Zealand can basically mold the government to whatever they want it to be without any kind of overarching rules. There's more coming up here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. Hour 2 is next. And not to mention the shedding, I would vacuum the carpet. Three times a week, Frodo was scratching all night long, bouncing on the side of the bed, keeping me awake the whole entire night from all the scratching and chewing. It kind of makes you neurotic. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Mounds and mounds of fur all over the place. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. Dynavite is nutrition. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. Our vitamins and enzymes replace the nutrients cooked out of most commercial dog foods. He gobbles it up. He's not up all night scratching. His shedding is minimal, and it is such a pleasure to have my calm, relaxed, non-shedding puppy back. And I have to thank Dynovite for that. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynovite for help. 859-428-1000. 859 D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. We're talking about censorship, like real censorship. Because when uh, when, uh, Facebook does it, when Facebook stops you from uploading a video, that's not really censorship because it's not the government doing it. It's just their private platform. They get to decide what the rules are there in the same way that, you know, if you have your own platform, you get to decide the rules on your platform. Presuming you're in a relatively free speech oriented political right. jurisdiction. Right. Uh, where your platform won't be labeled as objectionable. We pulled up the New Zealand law uh, that was 1993, according to, uh, let's see, their legislation. It's the Films, Videos, and Publications Classification Act, which is a lengthy, lengthy... Uh, Does that have an acronym of some sort? F the F V P C A By the way, with you in the studio tonight, it's me, Ian. And Vin. Derek J. So what brings this conversation up in case you're just tuning in is the story, the headline coming out of New Zealand where a twenty two year old has been arrested for allegedly sharing the video of the New Zealand mosque massacre, which is a horrible video. There's no doubt about it, and I don't recommend anyone watch it. No. Um it's disturbing, very sick. And But I think that it should be available. I believe that speech should be free, even the most objectionable kind of speech. And video of a crime happening is still, in my opinion, free speech. Well, what it's is, a historic event. For sure. Did you think that people should have watched the beheading videos that came out a little while ago? Again, the, I did not. You're talking about the ISIS yeah. uh, beheadings. I watched some of it. So, so I could talk about it on the air, but I, yeah. you know, what I always recommend is for people to not watch these things because they're horrible. Yeah, but it's not like it's a horrible movie where it's like, oh, why would you subject yourself to this like torturous event that didn't even happen? But this is like reality. Yeah. This is like actually happening in the world. And it's, it's hard kind to of relevant. It. It's like, relevant. If you're going to be alive at the same time as these events are happening, I think you have 
if you can stomach it, then you have a responsibility to witness it. It's a good point. I don't know if I agree. I don't know, because there's also a strong argument that you shouldn't watch it simply because it is what the person who created it wants to happen. They want you to see. They might have liked chocolate ice cream, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I'm going to stop liking that. That's... that's irrelevant just because the, whatever they wanted, like they probably wanted me to read the manifesto, but maybe he has something important to say or maybe what he said I disagree with, but it tells me an important piece of information about what's going on in my world right now. There's I don't people, disagree with you, yeah. but I don't at the same time as somebody who has seen some of these horrifying videos or portions of these horrifying videos because some of the ones from ISIS were so bad I had to turn away. Yeah, they're really bad. Um, I just don't, you know, I've seen my share of violent things on the internet and and those were some of the worst. Which one was worse? Um, oh, dude, the, behead, behead, the beheadings for me, uh, I've seen, I've seen multiple beheading videos, both of ISIS ones and I've seen some of the Mexican cartel ones as well. And, um, for me, those are just much worse. Yeah. They're just much more intimate. This was, he was... There was one where they they slaughtered by beheading a whole crew of people. Like they this had, was they ISIS? Had, ISIS. Yeah, they had, they had captured like a large group of men. And they had dudes, uh, like it was very cinematic where at the beginning of the video, like it's set to music. There's yeah, slow-mo I've seen this one. Uh, being They've used. Got They're handing suits. out knives. They've got them in, I think so, yeah. yeah. Oh and they're gosh. handing out knives at the beginning. So there's Whoa. like, I don't know, at least a dozen, maybe maybe 20 yeah. Yeah. Uh, victims that they have lined up. It was like on a beach, I think. Yep. And uh, they, they hand out knives and there's like slow-mo of the guys just taking knives. And then they, they all, each each man from ISIS gets behind one of the men that's you know, oh, bound no. on the beach. They put them down. And were these uh, like? Did these guys do something bad, uh, like at all, or were they? Just I forget random? what the allegations okay. were. It was Prisoners like prisoners of war. It was probably. a military yeah. group yeah. of some sort, some sort of opposition to uh, to ISIS. It's uh-huh. been a while since since yeah. we've talked about it. But you know, then and there's like multiple cameras. It's a very well produced. Mm-hmm thing that they were doing over there um close-ups of people having their necks uh sawed i mean it's just it's not something that people really want to see so and and like i said i don't think they should be unavailable i think they should be available so anybody that feels as you do like i i need to see this i need to have some understanding of what this is all about well apparently i missed this one so i haven't taken my own medicine well and they're hard to find too so in the moment when the first news hits about it they're hard to find you have to really look and look and look and look and then maybe you'll find it somewhere on the internet but then it's probably like if you went to try to find that video today i don't know where you would begin I mean, it would be very, very difficult because they're, and, and they're that's, suppressed. That's what I see as the problem is this is the this is the Orwellian memory hole problem mm-hmm. is I'm not as concerned about somebody watching it in the moment. I think it's enough to have the story, to have to, to have the conversation, whatever. But five, 10, 20, 25 years down the road, I think after time has passed, you know, you imagine if we didn't have pictures of things that happened during the Holocaust. If we didn't have the pictures of there'd be yeah. Holocaust deniers. Well, there still are, but yeah. it, having the photos. Yeah, is the more evidence useful. that we compile right. on for for an event having happened, right. the, the less but, denial. But, and that, be. but that's how you don't get a repeat. Is I guess so. It's the same thing. Like I think it's very wrong that in Germany, uh, Hitler's book Mein Kampf is banned, and I'm like, that's about the dumbest thing you could possibly do german mm-hmm. people what do you want to repeat right 
You want to repeat? No, they should. It should be mandatory that you read it. Well, <laughs> and if you're a German student, it should be mandatory. <laughs> kind of taking it in the other direction. Well, there. it should be mandatory <laughs> that it's read and critiqued, not that it's read as like this was a good thing, but mm-hmm. that you read it and then you're like, look. And what happened after this was our mm. country was basically destroyed. Yeah, destroyed by this. So th- take a look. This is destructive. But when you're just like, nope, can't, can't read, read it. it. Can't read it. Yep. Then, you know, young Germans are like, well, maybe he was right. I don't know. You know, so it's it's when you hide. That's what I'm most worried about is that you memory hold it. You take it suppressing out. It, you suppress yeah. it from history. Then that's how you get a repeat. Sure. And it does to some extent make it more sexy, right? Like if you Absolutely. can get the banned book. I mean, who doesn't want to read the banned book? That's more interesting. When a book is banned, I'd be like, hmm. What's that all about? Because it would make me more interested in it. If well, in Soviet case. Russia, they had a whole system called Sami's Dot, mm-hmm. and that was nothing but banned books. And it was like a, mm. a system, an underground system of moving books between people. And and that's that disrupted, you know, the Soviet the Soviet Union. And it's like you don't want to have Jeffrey Tucker has a good thing about this, and he says the exact same thing that it's like why would you why would you take these things that are so obnoxious and truly objectionable and then make them sexy because there's always rebels in the world there's always going to be rebels why would you want those rebels who are wanting to potentially cause havoc why would you just tell them okay here's Here's what you shouldn't read here's your reading list here's the reading list this is what's banned go read it and they're gonna read it twitch has a uh, twitch is our video streaming platform they do video game streaming primarily Uh and they have a list of banned games on twitch so that's what it's like what is in those games now i want to know you know um, it's disturbing stuff, though. So one of the other reasons why I don't want to recommend people watch these videos is because watching people being murdered is not something that people are like tuned for. It's wrong. It feels sick. And so there have been some some stories recently, for instance, about content moderators on like YouTube or Facebook, for instance, whose job it is. It's their job to watch videos of people being slaughtered oh, and no. all the horrible things that somebody hits the report button on <laughs> can you on imagine Facebook. that hr department it's be a nightmare right well, I, I read that story and You've it was like that. that they were having oh, really? ptsd and all kind yeah. of stuff yeah. yeah like breakdowns crying ptsd well good i almost say that's good because that's healthy <laughs> like that's people should not and that's what i'm arguing I here is someone... i don't think it is healthy oh. I, I really don't think it is like you know as somebody who's seen some of these things yeah. i don't want to see it like as i'm watching it it does not feel so you think it's you know, just okay it's enough for people to know what's in the video without having just seeing the details that's themselves. part they don't of the reason the why details. that's part right. of the reason why i watch it yeah. is so i can explain on the air what i saw and that way I can avoid other people having to go and see it. Um, there's more coming up here, 855, 450 free. That said, I posted the link to the DTube, which apparently was taken down. I thought you couldn't stop things uh, from DTube. Mm, One of our listeners reported today that, that that link, I haven't checked it for myself, is down. We'll check it out coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free to bring up whatever you want here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. 
like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. So I had somebody ask me um, earlier today on Mastodon, which is the decentralized alternative to Twitter, which I love, and it's fantastic, Um, and it's free, of course, and uh, since it's decentralized, it's basically impervious to central control and and takedowns. Now, that's not entirely true because each individual who runs a server for Mastodon mm-hmm. does get to decide whatever the policies are. Nice. But if you wanted to run an uncensored ser- you know, server, you could do that with uh, with Mastodon. So, somebody had asked me, "Hey, you know, what's the link to the the Virginia or not Virginia, Virginia shooting, uh, but the uh, New Zealand shooting video, and I just kind of found the link that I had shared previously on DTube, which is supposed to be like some kind of blockchain based. I don't know how what it's working on. I don't know if it's I'm Steam, pretty sure it's Steam, but I'm pretty uh, sure. yeah. or whatever, or maybe it's Steam plus IPFS or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not still not clear on exactly what it is, but the big claim with DTube is like, hey, it's blockchain. It's not censorable. <laughs> Well, uh, according to Red Stake Raw on Mastodon, he says it looks like there's some shenanigans going on. Because I just put, pasted the link without checking it. I figured right. it's DTube. It's, it's fine. It's the shooting video from New Zealand. It's disturbing, but people should have the right to access it. So I sent him the link. And he says DTube is redirecting to their main page, and it's no longer on Fusion Phil's DTube channel. That's the person who had, who had uploaded it. He says, I'm concerned since New Zealand has blocked Gab's dissenter website and is strong-arming websites to snitch on New Zealand users. Now, DTube has caved. So, it's down. uh, And you can't even... Like, the guys in the chat room right now on the Discord server are unable to find anything on DTube at all about this. So, very disturbing stuff. And we had just gotten into talking about this New Zealand law... That was passed in 1993, and it's just the latest version of a censorship law in New Zealand, which has had censorship policies going back decades and decades. Uh, This article on censorship in New Zealand, it chronicles all the way back to as early as 1850. But if we just look at the more recent uh, things that were being done, because our question was, well, is this something that's new? Because they arrested a guy, a 22-year-old right. in New Zealand, for sharing the New Zealand shooting video. Mm-hmm. And they're charging him under this act, uh, which is the Films, Videos, and Publications Classifications Act of 1993. It seems like they want blood. Like this, They can't get blood from the guy who actually committed the... The crime. Well, I mean, so they got him. He's in. He's in custody. Oh yeah, good point. Well, they, so right, and yeah, they, they didn't kill him. Alive. Right. Hmm. Which is different than what they would have done in the U.S. Right. Like the the police oh, in yeah. New Zealand used some restraint here. If the well, same thing had now happened, here's in- what was so interesting about the arrest. He was actually arrested by two off-duty cops. No, they were off-duty. Happened to be coming home from a drill. There's always a drill. Uh huh. What? They were coming home from a. a a terrorism drill and they were off duty i don't understand how that works exactly but um, well if it's a felon if it's a felon basically at least in the western world as i understand it if there's a felony being committed and you're an off-duty cop you absolutely can you know were they just listening to a scanner though like that's what i'm trying to figure out how did they even they heard the noise like maybe they were that close. No, no, he had pulled, he was driving. Oh. They were in a cruiser, I think. I think they were in a marked police cruiser because I saw the video of the arrest 
somebody had a cell phone video of this. Well, person they were being coming arrested. back from a drill, right? But so they, they were probably off. had their two way in yeah, the cruiser okay, that okay, was okay, I got it. alerting yeah, yeah, yeah. them. Okay, All points got bulletin, got it, you know, be, right. bolo, be on the lookout. Right. Well, my my point is that maybe it's not enough to just get the 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 shooter. It seems like people want justice, right? And so you gotta like have a they want a total opposite reaction to this guy's crime. And so anyone who distributes the video or makes this guy in any way a hero, mm-hmm. uh, it needs to be attacked, you know. So just a couple of examples, because our question was, you know, is this unusual, this enforcement of this film classifications, this media classification yeah, act? And it doesn't sound like it there. Not only can they restrict film, but they can also restrict video games apparently at one point they restricted t-shirts we'll get into just a couple of examples so like when's the most recent time when they they banned something under this law so uh video game censorship in new zealand they are censored under the 1993 act they are evaluated by the oflc so 1993 was a long time ago i mean has there been anything since under the same criteria uh notably in 2003 the video game manhunt became the first game to be banned by the oflc right the extremely graphic nature of the game led them to consider it injurious to the public good and garnered the game a classification of objectionable yeah in particular they pointed out the game rewarded players for particularly brutal killings and forcing the player to kill to progress the story over a non-trivial length of time since then several more games have been banned so now here's my about- here's my question yeah it seems like there is a process for this right mm-hmm. it seems like there is a process it's hard for me to believe that this process can be done, this bureaucratic process can be done in a day. Oh, executive decision, you know, a guy was like, this is beyond the pale. We don't need to run this through mm-hmm. the regular system. I know what's best. And this video is not okay. Right? That's that's the mentality, I'm sure. It yeah, I think you're right very about that. authoritarian to of me. Of course man. it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And it may not have even been that, uh, Derek. It may have been the cops just saying, well, we believe this video will be classified as objectionable, so right. we're just going to preemptively yeah, arrest you. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on, they'll classify it as objectionable, and our charges will stick. So right. is it the people of New Zealand or the people of the world's responsibility, people who believe in freedom or liberals, to advocate for free speech all the time, every day, always, just to prevent this sort of thing from happening. Yes. It seems like if you don't, then this is what is going to inevitably happen. People will forget that freedom of speech is important, and then they'll do things like I don't think it's a, well, I think it's what teenager. you said before, though. I think that in, in New Zealand, freedom of speech is not important to these it's people. not a value. They don't yeah. have that there. Reservoir Dogs was banned in New Zealand, according to this, because it tends to promote and support the infliction of extreme violence and extreme cruelty for the purpose of entertainment. I don't know if there was a Reservoir... Okay, apparently it's a game. It's the Reservoir Dogs video game. Oh, the game, not Uh, the movie. Postal 2, Postal 3, Manhunt 2. I mean, there's several of these games here. So that is their value. They are anti-free speech. speech. Yeah, they're they're against that. And it's not just violence. It's also sex. Uh, Valkyrie Drive Bikinahuni was banned because, quote, it tends to promote and support incest between the two lead focal sisters. Now, I've never heard of the game, but it's been banned in New Zealand. And so uh, here's the... uh, Interesting. Let's see. What is their definition of objectionable? So this is the term that they're labeling these videos and these Mm. video games and apparently T-shirts even, Mm. uh, according to... 
notable cases, this list here of things that, um, just real quick, another list of things banned. T-shirt censored in New Zealand, 2007, one that advertised the album of Cradle of Filth, an extreme metal band out of Britain. What was oh, on yeah, the T-shirt? Nice. <laughs> what was on the, the T-shirt? The shirt displayed though. an image of a mostly nude, ro- nude Roman Catholic nun playing with herself. And the text, which I cannot say on the radio, Jesus is a C-word. Uh, cannot say the C-word on the radio. Uh, yeah, but forcing wearing women to wear a hijab is still okay there, right? Uh, Clearly. Maybe. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, the Peaceful Pill Handbook, a book banned in 2008. The book was about how to carry out euthanasia. Not allowed in New Zealand to even learn about euthanasia. about FGM? More coming up. Free Talk Live. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Dogosuds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Dogosud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up. Rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Free Talk Live. Dial toll free. Bring up anything that you want here. Our number, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We do have the Discord on-air call-in-line rooms. Just go to Discord. Dot lrn.fm and we'll see you in there and join you and then you'll be on the air with us and you'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with me ian and Finn. derek jay we're gonna get to your calls and thoughts uh we've been sharing a disturbing story just one of them there's a bunch i've got i've got several disturbing stories coming out of new zealand tonight uh or you know over the past couple of days including a crackdown against 4chan 8chan and other websites, including video hosting platform LiveLeak, these sites are being prohibited by the telephone companies, by the internet service providers, uh, apparently, in New Zealand. And we can tell you more about that coming up here. Your calls and thoughts are certainly welcome. We've been digging into this awful uh, legislation that passed in 1993, but it was just an update, basically, on other you know, anti-freedom, anti-free speech rules that have been in place in New Zealand for many decades. Um, This one bans anything that is considered as, quote, objectionable. And, of course, there are inspectors, government bureaucrats, whose job it is is to take submissions from companies who want to release a video game or want to release a movie or want to release a, you know, a book or something like that. It's got to go through the government censorship office. Wow. And so we went through a list of some of the things that they've censored over the years. So they are definitely enforcing this stuff. But I just wanted to share what their definition of objectionable is. Yes, please. Which is, of course, a two-page long thing. So I'm just going to summarize and share only excerpts from this. But for the purposes of this act, a publication is objectionable if it describes, depicts, expresses, or otherwise deals with matters such as sex, horror, crime, cruelty, or violence in such a manner that the availability of the publication is likely to be injurious to the public good. Well, that's about as broad as it could possibly be. It's completely up to the, you know, inspector. It's totally within, you know, the the purview of this bureaucrat, whoever they are, to make these decisions about content. Um, And then it goes on, you know, talks about, uh, you know, 
sex with children, obviously that's going to be yeah, that's uh, prohibited. But then also uh, the use of violence or coercion to compel any person to participate in or submit to sexual contact. So like a, you know, like a, a rape video or something okay. like that. Sexual conduct upon the body of a dead person. The use of bodily fluids. I'm not going to say which ones. In associating with degrading or dehumanizing conduct or sexual contact, conduct, bestiality. Uh, you know, again, many but I of think these that's going to be prohibited in most countries. What you just described. Most countries is, don't have freedom of speech. I think some of that stuff is prohibited in the United States. Some of too. it is. You're right. So we don't have freedom of speech either, but we've got more of it than most right, places. Exactly. Yeah. So bestiality is illegal to conduct in most places, but not in all, from what I understand, in the United States. And there's, is that right? as I understand it, there's like a couple of states with some really outdated legislation that surprisingly hasn't been updated. I don't follow these things closely, but I, that's what I've heard, Vin. So maybe I'm wrong about it. Uh, but uh, the video of the crime being committed. I don't know if that's illegal in most places in the United States. Interesting. Aren't there websites? There are websites. Yeah. There's websites for pretty much everything, though. And then also acts of torture uh, or the infliction of extreme violence or extreme cruelty. So basically, all of the ISIS videos would be illegal in New Zealand. But are they... Uh, I didn't see them taking down 4chan and 8chan and LiveLeak. LiveLeak has had beheading videos on it forever. It's had uh, they stopped putting those up. LiveLeak had a policy that came out during the ISIS situation where they actually wrote about why they won't share those videos anymore. Why they won't allow them? Why was it? It kind of came back to some of the things that I had expressed earlier. um, That they didn't want to give attention to these people because, to some extent, the argument is... Then you're the propagandist. Well, right, that you're helping them get their message out and that, you know, I I understand what the editorial perspective is. Like, I don't think they're necessarily Mm. wrong for making that choice, while I do believe those things should be available. But New Zealand didn't... uh, What My point is that New Zealand did not take down LiveLink when they did have those videos. They had a great many of them. We don't know. Now they're banning the telcos are banning lively. Well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So this is like this is a new this is a, it's a new, new development. development. Yeah, yeah. That much is true. Have you guys heard about the catapult video and the concept of this being is able Ernie to, Hancock, right? Yeah. Yeah. What okay. So Ernie Hancock of uh, Declare Your Independence has this wild idea for a, a way to store information digitally so that you could have a website or a place to store videos or texts uh-huh. or whatever that it couldn't be shut down. And the only way you would provably know that it couldn't be shut down is if you had a video of cats being catapulted off a cliff and then just violently dying. In, in, you know, because everyone hates mess. that kind of video. Because everyone's right? like, well, cats rule the internet. You can't just have a senseless <laughs> video of, of killing cats. But if that video it, couldn't yeah. be taken down, then you know that this web server is secure. Seems like so a good test. If we could build, I mean, is that is that? <laughs> I'm not advocating someone should make it's that. It's like video. the no. Turing. It's like the Turing test of, sen- of, <laughs> of online censorship. Of censorship, exactly. <laughs> so that would that seems like the real solution, and it's just the right time to pull something like that out to store these types of videos because it's, people have a right. I, I don't know. I don't know if we have a right to see it, but I think people should be able to see it if they want to 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 see actual reality. If they want to, this is real life. Why I agree. should it be hidden from them? I agree. It should not be hidden. 
However, I don't recommend people view these and things. And I don't want to be the one storing it either. I don't want to be, you know, even though I feel like people should have the right to see this video, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like serving this video out to people. Sure. It's that a strange make me feel position. Icky. Yeah, it's a strange position to come from. Um, who should be doing it then? Who who do we well, think should actually the be The blockchain hosting? doesn't yeah. decide those things, right? Like I think I, I think IPFS, IPFS, you know, like if but it passes th- through, then someone's got to store it, yeah. even with it, IPFS. Well, you've got to pin it. Somebody's got to pin it. Yeah. But you don't have to necessarily know what you're pinning. That's the, there's plausible deniability once the scale gets large enough, right? Because you know you're pinning a hash, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you know what that hash is. So, in other words, people can look up the full video and you're helping distribute it to them, but you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Well, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know. Well, like the, some of these distributed file storages, which is I like what know. IPFS is, right? It's like a distributed file yeah. storage system. I wouldn't want to be serving stuff that I don't even know what it is. Well, that's the thing. That's what all these... That's um, the trade-off. Yeah. So like storage, and there's these yep. other ones out there yeah. where it's blockchain-based and user-based. Could this be put uh, up on library? Like, sure, they censor? No, they couldn't. What they can do on library is they can change the URL if it yeah. gets outbid. So there's a bidding process where when you upload a video to library, let's say we put uh, victimless crime spree up there. Right. And then there's you know slash victimless crime spree, you know, whatever the, the URL is that you have assigned to that. Someone malicious Somebody could go could buy come that. along and up, up, you know, essentially upvote or not upvote, but, uh, you know bid out yeah. your URL and take it over. Do you get the money if they I don't bid know. you out? I doubt it. That would be cool. Um, Probably not. I don't know about that. I don't know enough about how that process works because I know that you can. the video will still be there. They put it just the, won't be at that URL anymore. They put the gun files, the Cody Wilson printable 3D yes. gun yes. file, right? They, they put that on library as soon as the, the state was like, no, you can't publish these That's right. Uh, these was blueprints. library still, was it around back then? It was just recently. Yeah. Li- this was just recently that this happened. The well, 3D maybe, gun files like, came out years ago. Yeah, but this was like a year ago when they said that you're not allowed to sell it or something. And, and yeah. library oh, was like, we'll then put they put it. Oh, okay. They're like, okay. we'll put it on our thing. Yeah. So No, I thought they said he was allowed to sell it. He wasn't allowed to give it away, oh, yeah, which was the craziest part about it. They're yeah. like, you could sell it all you want. That's legal. But to give it away, no, sir. That's not American. <laughs> One cent. One that's, Satoshi. That's, well, he just said, pay, name your own price. Yeah. You know. Right. Donate whatever. Yeah. Um, A little bit more here. We'll get to your calls and thoughts. Uh, The publication shall be deemed objectionable. Uh, Should it be classified by blah, blah, blah. If it descripts, depicts, (laughs) or otherwise deals with sexual violence or sexual coercion, other sexual physical contact, update a degrading or dehumanizing or demeaning nature. Uh, They mention, of course, sex with children, physical conduct in which sexual satisfaction is derived from inflicting cruelty or pain. So like BDSM videos, which... In some places, some circles are very popular. Silence of the Lambs. Sounds like that is outlawed in New Zealand. And, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg, guys. We don't live there. We're coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Dial toll-free. Bring up anything you want. Our number here, 855-450-FREE. Like freedom, that's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Vin. Derek J. And don't forget, Bitcoin.com, your premier source for everything Bitcoin-related, whether it's helping you choose a Bitcoin wallet, buying your first fraction of a Bitcoin, or maybe a whole one, 
uh, and showing you where you can spend your Bitcoin, plus reading the latest news headlines over their news site and engaging with the community on the Bitcoin forum. Those are just a fraction of the features that they have waiting for you over at Bitcoin.com. So whether you're brand new to cryptocurrency and you've never learned thing number one about it, uh, you are welcome at Bitcoin.com, or if you're an expert and you've been around for a while, you're still going you're still to find useful information, especially on that news site, over at Bitcoin.com. As we continue here, let's go to the phones and your calls and thoughts. We've got Ripple on the line in Vegas. You're on Free Talk Live. You're on our Discord. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, the um, Twitter blocking and banning and uh, shadow banning and and censoring I, I don't agree with that and i had some suggestions uh of, of of ways they could handle that better and i wanted to get your opinion on on those suggestions sure uh, the um you know on twitter you could see uh when you click on someone's profile how many followers they have mm-hmm. yeah. well um i think it'd be good if you could see how many people block them like right underneath it hmm. you Why? Know? and then so, so that way you you could see so people could be held accountable. You could. And what does that hold? How does that do hold mean? them accountable exactly? Because instead of making them like just disappear, you know, and then their, their bad ideas, you know, not getting challenged and, uh, you know, shoving in them into a dark corner of the Internet. Yeah. So what you're saying is it would give a more um, detailed view, if, if if just a little more detail of how unpopular the person is in addition to how popular they are? Yeah. Yeah. I know that uh, an unlike button was suggested a while ago for Facebook and, and, you know, it was declined. You know, they didn't think it was a good idea or whatever. But uh well, because it's, it's negative, like right? That. Like it's you know being negative. Well, yeah, they have YouTube, the angry YouTube has thumbs up, thumbs, thumbs down. down. Reddit has upvote, downvote. Yeah, so. that's true. But Reddit, will they show you negatives? Yeah, they will. Won't yeah, they? oh yeah. yeah. If you get into downvote. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not unheard yeah. of what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, I was thinking it'd be good to you know if you click on their profile, you could see oh they have a thousand bands, and then you could look at the post that got them banned as well. You know, so you could kind of get an idea. They got them banned. I want to ban. You mean blocked? You, know, you and, mean blocked by or muted? By another user. Yeah, I think they, they. I think they say muted on Twitter. So <laughs> there will be a discrepancy though between just because of the way Twitter works. You know, if if I like somebody, I want to follow their posts. That's why I like mm-hmm. them, right? So I follow you, both of y'all's posts on Twitter, uh, Dirk J and Vin. I wouldn't go to someone's page who I don't like and then specifically block them. The only time I'm going to block somebody on Twitter is if they're annoying the crap out of me from like direct messages or replying or trolling to the point where I'm sick of it or whatever. So I'm only I'm not going to block near as many people as I'm going to like. So it's going to be anybody, even somebody like a Chris Cantwell is going to have probably more likes than they have blocks, because why would you go to someone's page specifically so you can block them? You weren't seeing them anyway. Yeah. But what if this guy's idea was reality and you could see how many blocks a person got? Maybe you would go to certain people's Twitter and takes block time. them just just to no, it would just cast your vote a part of the interface when, when you when you get a post that's offensive or whatever and you're going to consider blocking them and you hit the block button like right but i wouldn't would, see that post generally mm. unless i were already following that person right 
because Twitter is, you know, they're not going to show you posts unless you, you're searching, right? So generally, when you go to Twitter, you're only seeing the posts from the people who you want to see. Well, what I would want to see is I would, what I think would be awesome, and maybe a third party can do this, but I, but you don't, I don't think we have the data coming from the API. I want to see the trending blocked posts or like the trending. Uh-huh. The trending reported, let's say. So like <laughs> the most interesting. The most those would be the most interesting tweets would be the the most reported. Like oh. I want to see what's been the most reported tweet of the day that people have been like, I'm reporting this. Right. I want those tweets. That mm. is the most interesting data set in all of Twitter. Mm. That's the most that you know, that would turn make Twitter so fun. I would love to, I would love that. Could be like a WikiLeaks for Twitter, like a tw- Twitter yes, leaks. Twitter someone leaks, on the inside leaks. who's like, "Ooh, I'll I'll just publish all these." Well, there are those sites that use whatever API that Twitter has, or they're just following feeds, or however it is they're doing it. But where they'll pull politicians' posts and they automatically ingest them into their own database. Mm, so uh-huh. when Trump makes a post, and then he's like. You know, oops, I messed up, and then goes and deletes the post. Huh. Well, it's already oh, it's in this database of this other, and I don't nice. remember what the site's name is, but there's like this basically this undeletable Twitter archive where they're following all these politicians, basically, and it's uh, it's an interesting way to kind of hold them accountable for the posts they wanted to delete. Speaking of archives, I went to the Internet Archive to to read the manifesto where I read it before. Yeah. Gone. <gasps> they took it down from the Internet Archive? Yeah. That's that that's literally the Orwellian memory hole right there. Like yeah. when you change history. That's, Dude, that's so disappointing. Yeah. We, Sorry. Uh did you yeah. have more to say, Ripple? If Sorry. so, go ahead. Oh yeah, I just wanted to commend you guys for, you know, having Kemal on and just exposing, you know, his bad ideas and and allowing, you know, people to learn that that need to, you know, and I love you guys. And thanks, brother. I appreciate right your on. call tonight, Ripple. And uh, yeah, I, d- I tend to agree with that. Even though I don't agree with what Cantwell has to say, I do think it's important that what he has to say is rebutted. And I understand some people don't like it. Get stop giving him a platform. Well, you know, we're on the internet when we have Cantwell on. It's not like we're putting him on 194 radio stations. We're putting him on an internet platform where you know he can say a little bit more and we can rebut him without having to you know watch our language or anything like that if That's bad good. if bad ideas aren't refuted how do you know that it's a bad idea great point are you doing that regularly or something I thought no this it's was happened a, a couple thing. times okay. it, there was uh there was the one where i had him in with johnson yeah. on a, a freer talk live after show yeah that was back in january and then how, how did that rate compared to your other uh, view counts very high compared to <laughs> the rest of them people want to watch cantwell man they want to watch drama yeah. and cantwell brings that that's yep. that's for sure but then this past friday so before the weekend uh after free talk live there was she male versus nazi a very special it didn't happen yeah, it did. It didn't even happen. It no, happened I was, for 45 I was waiting, minutes. I was waiting. I was watching. No, and then he 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 leaves. Well, he got up and stormed out. It was out. all ruined. Wait, to, what was it? Who? They so, never got to do anything. They talked for 45 minutes. They took a few phone calls, and then a caller, uh, Turd Ferguson from the Discord oh, chat. Oh, great, Turd Ferguson. Yeah, called in, <laughs> and he called Chris, Chris something like, Christopher Cuxwell or something, but yeah, I think he right. also used the C word in there as well. Yeah. So, oh, boy. Yeah. Um, and so Chris got offended and triggered, and he got up and demanded that Arya um, hang up on the caller. Wow. And, uh, what did you think of that, by the way? About Chris bailing? De- de- demanding to hang up on a caller. I mean, should a... I think he was out of line, Yeah, personally. I think that had uh, 
had Turd Ferguson just called to insult Chris, I think that at some point you would have wanted to hang up on him, if that's right. all it was. Yeah. But I think all he did was he it, he opened his call with an insult, yeah. which isn't uncommon for Chris on his show. People call his yeah. show and are very rude constantly. I think, I think that's uh, a being a good sportsman. You know, it's, it's Coming good, in with an good insult? sportsmanship, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the definition of good sportsman. Well, you want to uh, lead. You want to lead with the with the strong, yeah. a strong left hook. That's you know part what I mean? of the game. That's, well, it's that's a game Mike for Tyson sure. Yeah. Style, you know, yeah. you come in, you charge in right. like a raging bull. I, I thought it was nice. He he should have kept the call. He should have should have listened. Kept it. He should have done. The stronger yeah. position would be to just laugh when someone insults right. you. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha! That's yeah. funny, and it then laugh it off, and, and then you're stones. strong. You know, you know, that's a strong position. When you have to walk out, it shows weakness. Right. And so he was demanding that Arya hang up on him or else he was going to leave. And Arya was like, well, you know, it's open phones here. So and I think that that's tough, because then once you make the, the stipulation that you got to hang up on them or I'm going to leave, then right. you have to leave. You so it's leave. like, ah, right. I think I think he messed and up. And it wasn't the first time Chris had done something like that. But um, walked out, from- walked out. Not here, but I um, I think it was Vincent from Questioning Authority. Who is it's another show on LRN.fm, the Saturday Night Show. He found a video where, or maybe it was audio, but either way, he Chris was on some other show, and it was mm-hmm. like a right wing Nazi show that he was on. But somebody called in who was not friendly to to Chris, and Chris did the same thing where he demanded that if that person huh. weren't hang hung up on, uh, he was going to be off the show. It's too emotional. Wow. Yeah. So so the point that was made was Chris can dish it out, but he can't take it, and I think that's a fair point uh, for somebody to make about that. The video of that walkout, by the way, is over at freekeen.com. So if you want to see it happen, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, You can check that out, freekeen.com. We'll continue. We'll take your calls and thoughts about what you want. Coming up, the telcos targeting 4chan. Not allowed to access that if you are on uh, some major Australian telecommunications companies, internet service providers in New Zealand. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Michael Dean from the Freedom Fiends. I've run websites since 1996 and have used over a dozen web hosts in that time. AgoristHosting.com is the only one that hasn't broken my heart. Agorist Hosting's uptime and service is stellar, and their DDoS mitigation is the best I've seen. That's important because if you tell the truth in this world, you'll ruffle feathers. And some people will try dirty tricks to silence your voice. No matter what the haters hit us with, Agorist Hosting keeps our websites online. If you have a mission-critical commercial presence or a world-changing activism site, you cannot tolerate any skullduggery. So go with agoristhosting.com. Have a WordPress or blog site, but you're not satisfied with performance or uptime? Or just want raw hosting? Want to pay with Bitcoin? Agris Hosting specializes in high-performance hosting with personalized service. Go to agoristhosting.com and click on the button that says Get Hosted. That's agoristhosting.com. It is Free Talk Live. Launching into the third hour of the program, you can dial toll-free to join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Here in the studio tonight with you, it's Ian. And Vin. Derek J. Disturbing news coming out of New Zealand. And as we learned over the last couple hours, it's not unusual for New Zealand to crack down on so-called objectionable media, which can include t-shirts, apparently. Uh, T-shirts, books, 
movies. How do you censor a T-shirt? You tell them you can't have it, and then anybody that's seen, you know, with it, they get get arrested. You, so you get arrested if you're wearing a particular T-shirt there. You must, right? That's like, crazy. how else can the government enforce its laws, right? I mean, that's that's, that's their tool. That's is crazy violence. to me. That's what they do. According to, uh, so they banned books, they banned shirts, they banned music, they banned movies, and there's also internet restrictions, of course, as you might imagine. Wait, not from a 1993 law, there's not. No, that's true. It must be an update. There's a whole other article about that. Uh, The government of New Zealand has a system, according to Wikipedia, for filtering website traffic to prevent internet users from accessing certain selected sites and material. While there are many types of objectionable content under New Zealand law, the filter specifically targets content depicting the sexual abuse or exploitation of children and young persons. However, as we have pointed out on this show uh, in the past, that's how the camel's nose gets under the tent. That's right. Now, I think pretty much everybody looks at you know the idea of child porn and says, that's despicable, that's awful, terrible, should be banned. Mm-hmm. But, of course, if you can ban one thing, in this case, evidence of a crime, because that's what child pornography is, sort of like the evidence of the crime of the shooting uh, down in New Zealand. It's all just evidence of crime being committed. If you can ban one evidence of a crime, then why shouldn't you be able to ban another evidence of a different crime? And sure enough, now the news coming out that several websites are being blocked by telecommunications providers in Australia. Wait, Australia? Yep. Uh, The story here from 9news.com.au. They uh, have been blocked by major Australian telcos for continuing to host footage of the Christchurch terrorist attack. Telstra on Tuesday blocked access to 4chan, 8chan, and VOAT, the blog Zero Hedge, and video hosting platform LiveLeak. Wait, is Zero Zero Hedge is hosting the video? I've not heard. I don't know that this is true. I don't either. I haven't been on the site. I don't. No, I do not believe that to be true. So something's either wrong in the reporting, or maybe they linked to it. Maybe they're not hosting it, but they linked to to it. it. That's good enough for most governments. So you. Remember here in the U.S., they put Barrett Brown in prison mm-hmm. yeah. for linking That's to right. things. That's right. So, I mean, the U.S. is better, but it ain't a whole lot better. Uh, quote, we understand. Telstra said, quote, we understand this may inconvenience some legitimate users of these sites, but these are extreme circumstances, and we feel this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, they're trying to do the right thing. See, it's all about their feelings. we got to protect people's extreme feelings. Extreme circumstances require extreme measures Measures, right extreme crackdowns on freedom yeah let's try and understand really where they're coming from though because they are trying to do the right thing right (laughs) i don't don't agree you don't think that this is not the right thing Uh, censorship is not the right thing right but just um setting aside the the action that they're taking Mm -hmm. the intention is to do the right thing but, and but what, what is the right thing? Can it, you define is, that, please? What is moral? Like, what is, uh, you know, more moral? By, who's, is by whose moral yeah. compass is the question? There is no I objective I think it's immoral right to put thing. somebody in a jail cell for sharing a video Agreed. on the internet. 
Yeah, I I agree with you, right. but I'm 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 trying You're playing to, devil's advocate. No, I'm I'm trying to understand where these people are coming from because <laughs> really, I I see this in, in on a much smaller scale happening every day with with small things in my life. Like in my city, there's a city councilor who wants to ban plastic bags and straws, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, you know, you don't get it. It's prohibition. It's not you know, and I can't make the case that like oh, banning a plastic bag is just as bad as caging a person for hosting a video. But it's a measure of degree. Sure. These people are saying the argument is you shouldn't do this. So therefore, we're not going to allow you to do it. Yeah. And then it takes a whole nother leap to say, I'm going to cage you for doing that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that's the, the small difference. But it's it makes it it's a, a small distinction, but it's a big difference. If that makes sense. Competitors Optus and Vodafone declined to name which domains they've blocked, but the same platforms also failed to load on their networks Tuesday afternoon. Oh, beautiful. Curiously, the ban on 4chan was lifted a few hours later. When they got busted. That's The why. ban was lifted. By, by which ones? Though? It's not clear. Uh. The ban on 4chan was lifted a few hours later. Do you think 4chan like came at them with like hackers and like you better not ban like why would they ban them and then all of a sudden reverse decision on that? Hmm. That's strange. That, that is a weird one. Uh, Vodafone said while blocking requests normally came from the courts or law enforcement agencies, quote, this was an extreme case which we think requires an extraordinary response. Further, a spokeswoman said in a statement, quote, while there were discussions at an industry level about this issue, this is a decision Vodafone Australia came to independently. So it wasn't the government That's correct. requesting. Not they just decided preemptive. on their own. That's correct. I huh. think I think that is far beyond what uh, should. I don't think it is moral. I don't think an internet service provider. I think if you're going to be in the business of being an internet service provider, you shouldn't filter. You provide a pipe. That's it. Uh, you don't get agree. If wait you don't, a minute. if it's not illegal, if it's not illegal, if there's not, if you're not required by either law or you're not receiving something from a government regulator who's saying take it down, I think it is actually immoral and unethical for you to not give me access. Oh, to anything on. that I want access to. If no it's way, not man. illegal. Yeah, but leg- legality is not the same as morality, and everyone is entitled to their own definition of morality, as you yourself said. I'm not equating the two, but what I'm saying is that if I am paying you as an internet service provider for access to the internet, I am not paying you to make arbitrary decisions there's no there's no way that's in my contract mm-hmm. i hear your argument but i there, everyone has the right to make their own service provider they then, certainly do they could have competition and you could use the the but one who's i, I don't, I don't, I don't know that everyone has the right to make their own service provider i think that's they a may state not. monopoly they may not yeah i think, um, I think uh, there's not a monopoly but there's you know oligopoly. obviously restrictions, yeah, there's restrictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but i think point. this backs up your point earlier Derek J, which is that this is new this is well in this case australia but they're very similar new new zealand and australia this is what the people want these are this their values. What, this is right. This is this company saying that we don't think the government has been quick enough to censor, so we're going to do a better job of censoring because we know how, we have the ability, and we can, and we're going to do it because we believe this is the right thing to do because they obviously think that that's what their customers want In them to way, do, right? I, I want to applaud them because I feel that they are trying to do the right thing. They're trying to. They're looking in their hearts and saying— Oh man, this is a bad thing. We can't be complicit in in spreading this bad thing. 
here we are. We're, we're just as culpable. We're, we're, we're bringing Do they know the what, the, the, what they've been providing to their... I mean, they've been complicit in spreading all kinds of bad things for the last however many like decades what? they've been... The internet! Everything. I mean, there's it's a dark the side internet. to the internet, and it's always been there. And this is like the first time where... Oh, I mean, maybe it's not the first time, but uh, now all of a sudden they're concerned. You've been able to look at murder videos on the internet since day one, and since so day what, one of video. So what's different? Well, this is public. You know, they're 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 essentially pandering to whatever this uh, viewpoint is that people have in New Zealand that there shouldn't, you know, these things shouldn't be allowed. But who is? It's it's also there's this weird like maternalistic. I call it the devouring mother. It's like hmm. the, the the evil maternalistic archetype to where it's like okay. If you say that there are customers out there who don't think that this type of stuff should be viewed or should be spread, don't put the U- the 4chan URL into your browser. Guess what? 4chan's not coming up in your browser if you don't put the URL in there. I, yeah. You know That's what right. I mean? They don't need, they don't need not to be out there making decisions for <laughs> other people. So let's get into this further. There's more to the story here. Optus has a statement about why they did it. And it has to do with their opinion about the, what the community wants them to do. This is, they think their customers want this. 855 450 free. You can join us here. And of course, there's a way around it, right? Tor. There are ways around it. It's free talk. Hey, it's free talk live. You're invited here. If you want to join us on the radio, our toll free number is 855 450 free. By the way, kudos uh, to our Discord chatters who have been providing these, uh, well, excellent and horrible stories. Uh, that we're sharing with you here tonight. That's where I got, I think, all of these from. The, the We talked about the 22-year-old who was arrested for sharing the video of the shooting in New Zealand. Uh, the Now the telcos in Australia, the major telecommunications providers, internet providers, just deciding on their own volition to uh, just block certain websites, including 4chan, 8chan, Voat. Vote. Sure. Vote. Rhymes with goat. Vote. Okay, and what do you do there? It's vote. it's like a Reddit. Okay, so you vote on uh, articles, vote but it's vote. a it's a more free. You know, like Reddit has a lot of censorship and banning. Ah, so. so it's a competitor that's more open. Yeah. Than, okay. And their their um, trademark thing is a goat. So that's gotcha. Not, yeah. oh, the vote goat. Thank you for the correction there. So you know, banning these things, these stories I got from the uh, news story show prep room on our Discord server. Where people just drop in stuff they think we'd want to talk about. That's and awesome. Yeah, it's a great source, and it's thanks to our listeners for going there and doing that. You can go to the Discord over at discord.lrn.fm. Just hop into that server, and you can chat with other listeners. Right now, they're talking about DNS, which, uh, of course, is a way potentially to get around these bans from uh, the, uh, the New Zealand or Australian telcos, where you can, if you kind of know what you're doing, you can get into your router, mm-hmm. and you can put in new dns servers in there for instance there's open dns there's google provided dns there are other dns providers so normally when you for listeners that don't really understand how the internet works when you go to freetalklive.com what's going on is your computer is sending a request to your dns the domain name service i think is what that stands for the provider that your internet service provider by default is offering to you and is basically Sort of the Internet's version of a phone book, yep. right? So you're looking up this name, freetalklive.com. Well, there's a number associated the with that name. 
Right. The operator's looking it up very quickly. And, you know, within an instant, they find the number, the IP address that backs that server. And then your web browser connects to that IP address. And then you, you get to see freetalklive.com. So what people are saying here is Telstra and Vodafone and Optus, three of the main telecommunications providers, banning 4chan and 8chan and some of these other sites. They're doing it at the DNS level because that's the only level at which they could potentially do it. They could do it at the IP level. They what do could you mean? do it at the IP level, meaning, at the IP address level. Oh, meaning ban the IPs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that if you try to get to a specific IP address, that you just, there's no, so, they cut off the route. So then that would stop the alternative DNSs as well, then, in that case. Okay, if so they do have how a way. They, If that's how they were doing it. Yeah, so we're not sure exactly what method they're using in that case. But. I mean, you can certainly, they can certainly put a firewall on any, they can filter any IP address. That's that a good they point. Want. Yeah. So yeah, DNS basically is the phone book. So you can change the phone book that your computers are using. But if you're passing through these telcos, then what you're saying is, Vin, they could just cut off those IPs. Yeah. So even if you were able to look up the IP, you couldn't get to the IP. Yeah, firewalls are generally IP IP address mm. is going to be a firewall, and you can you can firewall ingress and egress, so in and out data. Mm-hmm. It's relatively easy. So, so that could be what they're doing here. In which case, be. VPN would be a workaround. Yes, um, could be potentially, and, and also Tor probably also a workaround, unless the Tor nodes you're exiting from are within the country of the same jurisdiction. Yeah, that would be interesting because that would affect them yeah. in that case. Yeah. So, uh, a little bit more here from the story. Your calls and thoughts are welcome if you want to join us. 855-450-FREE. But again, if you want to hit the Discord, go to discord.lrn.fm. Comments from these companies. Optus saying it had blocked the domains after, quote, reflecting on community expectations. Hmm. What what does that mean? Reflecting on community expectations? Well, they had a board meeting, probably. First off, how do you even know what the community expectations will be to reflect on them? It's not like community requests, community Mm -hmm. demands, community votes. It's like, oh, let's just take a guess at what the community might expect from us here. Well, they live in the community. They should know what the community expects because it's what they are requesting most from their website. But they just said that it was an extreme case. So if it's an extreme case that requires extreme measures, how can you even gauge what the expectation will be? It's just a guess. Well, unless they see a lot of traffic going to it, that tells me that people demand it. That they want it. Yeah. So why would you cut it off? I don't know. See, that would that's, be this, bad. this is this is where it's all. This is where for me. Well, we have. I, I understand that you guys are saying that, like, maybe this is their culture or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't subscribe to that. I don't think that. I hope you're right. Then how do we change it? Don't you feel like we can't? We we're got not there. No, but we're people can hear our words, and sure. it might be time for a Liberty Kindergarten where we explain why <laughs> freedom of speech is good. Let's do and that like, then. So, like. I I don't know. I don't even know where to begin. Why is it good for a web service provider to host a video that everyone agrees is horrible? Mm -hmm. Why is that good? Well, as I explained earlier, information should be free, in my opinion. But I don't, you know, not everybody has that same opinion. You're just saying your opinion. Why? Why does that? Why is that good? No, I think that I I think that it's not about uh, that. It's not good for them to host something that everybody agrees is is bad. That's not the key. The key is not allowing certain institutions or certain individuals to have the power to make that decision. That because what you because value is subjective, yeah. And so there will be things that everybody agrees are bad. 
Sure. And there will be things that everybody rate will Rate videos. See. Rate video. Look, the child porn situation. Yep. I don't think you're going to get somebody who you're going to be like, oh, do you think child porn should be legal? You're really not going to get anybody who's going to be like, sure. Yes, indeed, I do. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. Not, not publicly, they're not. But the problem is the slippery slope. Exactly. Right? So where you, when you give a government bureaucrat the ability to restrict information then eventually they're going to restrict information that you didn't intend them to. Always. That you didn't agree that they should. They've gone too far, so, you know, in your yes, opinion. Exactly. So this starts with things that everyone agrees Correct. are bad. It starts and with the unpopular. And with, like, okay, um, things that are just against the government. That's the way stuff like that. that it's been a, always been explained in this country is that freedom of speech has to be protected for the unpopular. That's why the ACLU, for instance, is historically known for, you know, defending the free speech of Nazis. You know, Nazis are despicable. Nobody likes them. Um, but they have to have their free speech defended if you care about freedom of speech because eventually they're going to come for you. Eventually they're going to decide that something you say is unpopular. Oh, we don't like you because you're gay or we don't like you because you wear a suit or we don't like you because whatever it would be. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, right. but, you know, it can happen. So that's the argument. I think that's yes. the, the crux that's, of it is. That's the best one, I think. Okay. You have to allow freedom for despicable things because if you allow – a restriction on freedom for uh, despicable things, then it begins a slippery slope. Something you think where is more fine. more and more freedoms are restricted. Well, who, some, it's all about who decides what is despicable. Sure. That's the, that's, or objectionable. Right. That's the problem. And, and who should it be? No one. Well, the no individual. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, what about the owner of the thing? They can do that. Sure. The owner of the thing. If they should. want to take it down, well, if that the would, owner that, wants that, to take that it down. That would be the, the ISP, the telcos, right? right. They have the right to make this so, decision. So, yes. No, I am saying that you have the right to make that decision, but... You, but they I, shouldn't make that decision. It's not their obligation to protect obligation. freedom of speech. Exactly. Their obligation is to run a business, and they want to satisfy the, what they consider to be the majority of their customers. They believe this is satisfying to their customers, this decision that they've made. Then you find this hard to believe. I'm not that surprised by it. Um, because I agree with you, Derek. I think this is, I think New Zealanders are used to censorship. This is what they've been raised with. It's terrible. This is their value. There's more coming up here in moments. It's Free Talk Live. You love Bitcoin. It's the future, right? Well, no, not if everyone stops using it. I mean, think about it. How many places in your town take Bitcoin? One? None? Let's be real. If this Bitcoin thing is ever going to happen, it's going to need your help. The good news is the guys at AnyPay have your back. We built a website called HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com, and it's a place you can send any business. And they'll be set up to take Bitcoin in five minutes. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. Free Talk Live, you dial toll-free if you want to join us here. We're talking about not just censorship, but private companies going above and beyond the level of censorship that the government is requiring them to do. Because, again, the definition of censorship tends to involve governments. Um, these are just private companies making decisions about what content they want to allow their customers to access, specifically on the Internet. And, of course, Vin, you made the point just a few moments ago that, in your opinion, if you're running an Internet service provider – you should be providing unfiltered internet access to the end user. The end user can filter their own experience through not going to websites that they don't want to go to. Well, should should my mobile provider be able to um, block 
the phone number. Let's say somebody's on. Let, let's say I want to call somebody in on a another, different another country, right? Yeah. I want. I've got international dialing. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for an international call. Should they be able to uh, decide? Oh no, that person uh, is a convicted felon, uh, and we don't like them. They live in another country. And so you cannot call them. I try to call them and they're like, oh, no, we're sorry, sir. You can't that call. That call's unauthorized. Yeah, you can't call your friend because we don't like him for whatever he did. Should they be able to? Should they they should be able to. Should they? But they shouldn't. Yeah. Who's, who should be able to stop them? Only the customer. Only I mean, the people I, who I think, pull I the think, strings. I think we're talking about something. It's I, this To me, this is different than like Facebook it's different. It, it's very different, and the reason why it's different is because there's there's a, a government involvement. Well, you can't go right out and start a phone company. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, that they they've been delivered a monopoly, uh, or or at least an oligopoly. But if you if it's your cable company here in the states that's providing you your internet, that's a monopoly. That's so, a regional monopoly. So two wrongs make a right. I mean, this is an <laughs> exception. You're making a, an exception. Where you could be philosophically consistent instead, and it's more difficult. Well, but I, maybe I, I, I'm not saying that they should be prevented from doing it. Okay, like I get it. You're shaming them, and that's right yes, to do. They're a private company. Right. I'm not saying there should be a law for that. I'm no, not saying no. that it should okay. be illegal. For so them you're saying, like, as a watchdog group, some you would want to sound the alarm yeah. about yes. any company that wants to restrict phone calls or restrict the websites that you're able to visit, right? Yeah, I think if there's, there's a real one. need for that, and I think a lot of people would be happy to donate and and even pay a, a like a subscription fee to be a member of a, an organization that was a watchdog like that. But the thing it, is, it doesn't happen. I guess that's kind of my point. What doesn't right? happen is that it, the scenarios that we are describing, where you have in modern Western nations, this is like super unprecedented. Where you would have a popular website that's like legal. It's a legal website. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're putting up like blatantly illegal. It's not like 4chan is like blatantly hosting child porn. That's well, available. no, they may not be hosting child porn, but they are allegedly violating the laws in New Zealand. By yeah, but the, this is Australia. The censorship. Well, I bet you there's similar laws in Australia. See, I'm just going to say. But, but this is when it gets. But again, okay, they're violating the law, but there was no I understand if the government came in, right? And th- this this is where this is where I'm saying that this is like this is in a place that is very that is not good, okay? Because it's like it would be one thing if in this case the government had come in and said, "Listen, you got to block this site because it's illegal." Right. But these pe- that didn't happen. So you you think this is even worse? Is this that is, your point? I'm, I think this is uh, worse than that. Okay. Yeah, because then they're not trying to do the right thing in violation of the law. They're actually going beyond a, an already restrictive law exactly. and further censoring. Exactly. So you think that this is a, even a worse action? This is more, this is less ethical. This or this is mm. more unethical. This is uh, to me this is uh, this is unethical behavior. Mm. Like this is the equivalent of um, look. You can decide. That you're going to say no blacks allowed in your restaurant, 
I think it's your prerogative, but it's I th- wrong. Yeah. I think yeah. you should look. Right. I think you should, as a as a black man, right. I think you should have the right to do that. And I think that a restaurant should open right next to you and put you out of business. Absolutely, that serves the exact same food. But I believe you have a right. But I believe that you are a scumbag. Sure. For doing so. And in addition to that, you're saying that it's especially difficult. It's not like starting a, a restaurant next door. Exactly. Starting an ISP. It's or, impossible. Or some, Huge yeah. monies needs to be involved in rolling out the cable and the setting up the service. And, and beyond that, not just the, the expense, but the political connections. Oh, you're saying that there... It's impossible. Yeah, you you may as it. well just call it impossible mm. for there so to I be can, competition. I can see an argument for an exception to the, the philosophy in the case that there is no freedom to compete no there's none there's none generally there's there's very little freedom it would be very difficult it would be very cost costly um the the city of Keene, for instance here has one cable company but the claim is that anyone who wanted to could go ahead and open up their own cable company do you think though wait, wait wait a minute do you think that the the company here they, who you're saying is doing something worse than if the government came and shut them down. Do you think that they were acting in self-defense from the government that would have come and shut them down and maybe even put them in prison for hosting these things? No, nah. no, because they the government would have sent them a letter and they would, and they would have locked it. it the same okay. way that they're doing it. There's yeah. no risk. There was no risk. They could have been arrested like the teenager. No, no, because they're they're not hosting it. They're not in possession of it. They're, they're just, just a- allowing people to find that's it. That's it, man. Yeah. Well, that's com- that that's complicit. They're, they're complicit in yeah, but until the government specific, you know, to to be to be front running like this, because now they're second guessing the government. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so who's and to they're say, setting the standard? That's and, bad. And at what point do they stop? And they're also not just that's blo- the thing. They're not just you blocking a file. Why they're, would they ever? They're stop? blocking the entire site. Yeah. Mm. Very disturbing stuff. Uh, if you want to join us here, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Communications Alliance Chief Executive John Stanton said in a statement, and I presume this is in, like an industry group, Communications Alliance, sounds like maybe it's sounds an industry, like, yeah. uh, quote, These ISPs have sought to balance community expectations to remove access to the video with the need to minimize any inconvenience that may arise from legitimate content being blocked as an unavoidable temporary consequence. So wait, is this temporary? Is that the claim that they're going to unblock the sites later on once they feel like things have settled down? Uh, another... is it, isn't it always temporary? Wasn't like the Patriot Act supposed yeah. to be temporary? <laughs> Wasn't I mean, come on, like these things are not the temporary. temporary income tax. Yeah, what it, exactly? Once you get into the author, authoritarianism, is always it's going to be a temporary measure. Some temporary emergency act is going to be put into place. That's how that's how totalitarianism always begins. Another large internet service provider, TPG, has been contacted for comment. Spokesperson for the e-safety commissioner, apparently that's a thing, mm. uh, said she didn't provide, quote, any direction or advice to Australian ISPs in regard to the blocking of websites, unquote. See? The office does not have the authority to direct ISPs to block domains, but can take action to remove content shared on Australian hosted websites. Commissioner is encouraging social media users to report the video and any content supporting the attacks directly to the platforms. LiveLeak said in a statement it would not carry the video filmed by, quote, the psychopath who murdered 49 innocent people in New Zealand and will continue to remove it whenever it is discovered. So that backs up what I was saying. So about why LiveLeak. did they get blocked? I don't know. See, this is somebody doesn't saying, like them. Somebody is, doesn't like them. This is what I'm saying. Because LiveLeak will post videos that are critical of governments. 
They and will. So governments would love what these ISPs are doing. Right. That's I, right. I just feel like it's a back door. It's a back door for governments where they're like, oh, you, you didn't say anything. We didn't say anything. Right. Never mind. It's that, the market in action. Yeah, never mind that these guys are some of the most re- government regulated industries on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. And so the, the it's and a they all go to the same cocktail parties and regulatory Dude, boards. It's a revolving door. Yeah. It's government lawyers that stop going and working for the government. Then they go and work for the ISPs mm-hmm. and they stop working for the ISPs and they go work for the government. It's like that's that's a revolving door. The toll-free number tonight, if you want to join us in the remaining moments, which are coming up. Our number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, that's 855-450-3733. And let's see, I had one more story related to this that we might be able to get to about should the media name the gunman? When the discussions are happening, when they're talking about the news, should these people be given credit for taking people's lives? More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free here. We can have you bring up whatever it is that's on your mind. We've been focusing tonight on media and freedom and the lack of it in a country like New Zealand. Also, Australia, not particularly friendly to freedom Mm -hmm. of speech on the Internet. It's Ian Vinn and Derek J. here in the studio tonight. Of course, uh, Derek J. here, courtesy of anypay.global. And help me take Bitcoin.com. Then you've got your own website and your own show. I do. And that is VinArmani.com. Yes, Destination Unknown. Yes, indeed. What? Every Friday. Yeah. And it's uh, it's live when you do it. Yes. Video. Yes. Um, it's you and Dave. Yes, Dave Butler. And uh, you guys cover what? Oh, well, that's the whole thing. It's destination you don't unknown. Know. So there's no, there's no, we have, we start with the topic and a full bottle of wine. And by the end, we're definitely on another topic uh, and an empty bottle of wine. Right. It used to be two, two bottles, bottles of wine, but um, we've, we, we've cut the back. The more responsible yeah. version of the well, show now. We, we, twice list, as responsible. Yeah. We listened to the last <laughs> half hour and, you know, it was two bottles. You of went wine. too far. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great it's a fun show i mean we get into obviously liberty topics little conspiracy theory stuff sometimes science nature psychology sociology cryptocurrency it's fun what's the reason behind having a target that you don't know what it is like what is there a reason for a destination you're it's, yeah. you know, it sounds like you're setting out to go somewhere you don't know where it is well we could this is how i like to look at my uh, so I, I say that i'm an anarchist but it is an orientation, not a destination. So the idea is like the destination's unknown, but you want to find something to orient yourself toward. That's way more important than actually getting to the goal. Like the goal of liberty, it's really an orientation to where mm-hmm. it's just you can you can sort of ping your own activities and say, I'm oriented here, but where I end up with this orientation, like I don't know. I don't know what the destination is. It's mm-hmm. unknown. So it's just like... We point ourselves in a direction to start out with. We start out with a topic for the evening. We mm-hmm. point ourselves in a direction. And where you and end up. Where we end up. And it's always been good, you know? Excellent. And it's always somehow comes full circle, which is pretty cool. Check him out over at VinArmani.com. I do want to say, if you don't mind, Vin, can you let uh, Dave in real yeah, fast on, on your mic since he came all the way from uh, from Montana? And many of our listeners will remember... Uh, his voice. He is uh, Dave from Montana and a longtime listener of the show. 
Uh, Dave, is it your first time in New Hampshire? Yeah, first time in New Hampshire. Rio in the house, in the free talk house. <laughs> right on, brother. Wow. And free t- it's so great to hear you behind one of those microphones now. <laughs> yeah, get real close on the so mic nice and, you'll, and sound, you'll sound really good uh, for our listeners. So, Not through l- a phone. Right. Long, well, actually, Dave had upgraded his calls. Uh, he had called on Skype. In, yeah, in usually yeah, you usually sounded pretty gave good. up Skype now. We did, because it's garbage, unfortunately. Uh, Discord yeah, is so much better. every day. <laughs> they made it worse. What <laughs> happened with Skype was Microsoft basically gutted the program and actually removed features from Skype that were <laughs> useful for broadcast. Oh, so they made it worse, and also since Microsoft took it over, the kind of the voice quality, the audio quality, it sort of suffered. I think they cut back on whatever bandwidth budget that uh, that they had allocated to it. So we're getting you hooked up in the background. We've been working on helping Dave get on our Discord server, so hopefully we'll we'll have him up and running on that, and then yeah, you can call so us on there. Free Talk Live could live long. Long live Free Talk Live. Right on, brother. So hey, what th- kind of stuff are you into? Dave and, and I'm a ski bum. <laughs> you just follow wherever the cannabis. ski slopes take you. <laughs> Dave likes cannabis. That's not a. I, that's not skiing. I, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people mix the two together. I don't know if you know this. Oh yeah, it's a good ski medicine. I did not know this. Yeah. So everyone on the ski slopes is still. I wouldn't say everyone no, is, but oh, okay. If you find young people on the ski slopes, I'd say there's a good chance that, uh, especially if they're like regular ski bum types. You know, they're basically like the uh, the surfers of skiing, essentially, as I understand oh. it. Is yeah, that right? I'm missing some really good uh, spring skiing right now. Out out in Montana? Yeah. What do they put, like, but, wheels underneath the skis? Hmm? I don't know. That's spring spring time skiing? skiing? Oh, no. It's just that you don't have to bundle up. It's nice. Oh, right. Warm. So the snow's still on the ground. Yeah, it hasn't gone away completely, yeah, but you... But it's still yeah. warm out mm. and beautiful, and you don't have to wear the heavy jackets. They go skiing in bikinis sometime on a nice day, you know, like 55 and stuff. You wear bikinis? Yeah, not babies. <laughs> they do. <laughs> the babes wear them. So, uh, Dave, thanks for coming in here uh, tonight. Yeah, it's been it's an great absolute pleasure. Coming out here. It's, these guys are all right, man. He, he woke, I woke. You got to hang it, out with Rich Paul today. I uh, woke as up well. being this morning. He was a happy-go-lucky guy, right? Yeah. Normally, I'm not right happy in. if somebody wakes me up, but uh, in this case, it worked out because yeah. it was nice. It was nice to see you, and I was going to get up in ten minutes anyway. So you were you were my alarm clock this morning. <laughs> it was uh, it was all good. Cool. So slide that right on back over all to right, Vin, thanks. Dave in Montana, longtime listener. Great to have uh, people show up like that. <laughs> Uh, so uh, let's go quickly to your calls and thoughts here. Let's go to Sarah. She's in New Mexico. Sarah, Sarah. you're on Free Talk Live. You knew we couldn't end a show without Sarah. Uh, I finally got to use that uh, Hawk Crosslight that they built. Oh, you've been very and, uh, excited about this. This is the the light that they will put by a crosswalk to alert drivers that someone is about to cross through the crosswalk. Oh. So it's like a flashing good. light, basically. So you've been very excited about that. Sarah. They have one of these here in town. They do. Yeah, yeah. down as you're coming in. Very into, effective. Uh, downtown Keene. You must love it. Well, I, I used it, but I only used the pedestrian refuge, the 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 10-foot, um, like a concrete. It's about 10-foot wide, and you could stand on it. I mean, it's cut out, or you could walk into it but it's about you know uh i gotta say you're terrible at describing these uh (laughs) pedestrian protections that what is it a pedestrian refuge it's a it's a concrete 
Has pedestrian refuge stand in the middle? Did you come up with that name, or is that actually like, wait, wait, is she talking about an island? Are you talking about a a divider island that's in between, like the lanes? Yeah, it's it's the actual, that's what it's called, where a pedestrian could stand. It's a little island, but it's cut out. None of you guys understand any of this uh, raised-up curb or any of this uh, bicycle None of the stuff unless you get a picture. Okay, but, uh, I've got. I've looked it up here. Uh, refuge Island, also known as a pedestrian refuge, and colloquially known as a pork chop island, is a small section of pavement or sidewalk completely surrounded by asphalt or other road materials where pedestrians can stop before finishing crossing a road. Yeah, it's a median. Yeah, median. It's a great. raised median. But, yeah. but. Do you feel so safe then, on this? You know thing? what? Uh, that's that is all I needed. That's all I used. So um, I just I, I pay attention to one side of the street, eastbound. I cross one side of the street. I stand there. I just wait until there is Do you feel like you're safe standing there? Because, I mean, it's not really much of a refuge. It's just a temporary spot to stand while you find the next opening in traffic. I mean, if somebody <laughs> careens over into you, it's not going to protect you from them. You know that, right? Well, guess what? There are plenty of cars who are drunk and texting. Why Why would a car that's not drunk and not texting hit you even if there wasn't a refuge? Well, I mean, before, before that crosswalk, all you had was a two uh, yellow paint line to stand on. And the car's going like one foot next to you. And I'll give it to you. The, the hawk is noticeable. The the flashing light, it definitely draws attention when that happens. I mean, Derek, you've said you thought it was particularly you know, noteworthy. I think they're great because um, I have a hard time as a driver seeing pedestrians sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for them, but sometimes it's tough. And so if they're not standing there or making themselves known, this sign does a good job. But the the word refuge, Sarah, I mean, it does have a definition. Uh, a refuge is the condition of being safe or sheltered from pursuit, danger, or trouble. And a pedestrian refuge, as you've described it, as the Internet has described it, doesn't provide any safety. It just gives oh, yeah, you a brief moment story. where you can, like, look ahead of you and see where the traffic is. Does it That's have, all. like, tall plants? No. Yeah, maybe it does. No, but, well, no, could, I but. find a, a lot of refuge. I find it now that now I, I never have to press the button. Well, as long as you feel safe, that's all this that matters. This is great. I'm so happy well, for you. Well, what I'm saying is that all they have to do, you know what? They should, all they have to do is put a pedestrian refuge instead of the hawk light before, and people could have crossed. All they have to do is cross one side, stand in the middle, wait until the other side is clear, and cross. You know, no one that's has ever made cool. crossing traffic sound so complicated as you, Sarah, and I would like to thank you for the call tonight. Did her parents not teach her how to cross the street when she was young? I mean, this is one of the first lessons. That was amazing. Isn't this one of the first lessons you're going to teach your kid? Uh, uh, you got a new baby? Al- yeah, we've already, congratulations. already... Yeah, thank you. We've already, uh, we've already taught the three-year-old. Right. You the, look both ways and then do it again yes. before you cross or run out and grab the ball from the road yes, or whatever exactly. it is you're going to do. This is basic preschool-level yes. uh, stuff here, Sarah. But thanks for the reminder because everybody needs to know. Always look before you cross the street <laughs> and do it more than once. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow night. Online in the meantime, you can find us at freetalklive.com. Is spreading the message of liberty, cryptocurrency, and peace around the globe worth $2 per month to you? As you may already know, in addition to our internet feed, LRN.FM broadcasts on free-to-air satellite across North and Central America. 
as well as Sub-Saharan Africa. And we've been available on satellite for free 24-7 since 2010. The LRN.FM free-to-air satellite signal is reaching some of the most oppressive regimes in the world, and there's no doubt our ideas are making an impact. You can learn more about the channel's impact by watching the three-minute video at fund.lrn.fm. If you'd like to help free minds globally with our ideas of liberty, cryptocurrency, and peace, you can donate as little as $2 per month via fund.lrn.fm. You can help us continue and expand our satellite broadcast to multiple continents. Visit fund.lrn.fm today, and thank you for your help. Don't forget to share the link on social media. That's fund.lrn.fm.